This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKradio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On Sand Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 832- 2-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then. So, welcome everybody. Um, we're excited to be here to fill in for Gilbert at uh, a tip from Gilbert's show. And I want to welcome my colleague and thank you for being here with me, um, Ron Reynolds. And congratulations, you're now the the uh, chairman of the well, Black Caucus. I don't know if it's, uh, <laughs> hey, I, I might be asking for uh, condolences after a while. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but Christina, I'm so excited to be here uh, in this beautiful studio guest hosting for Gilbert, who is on the East Coast. I cannot wait to tune in to CNBC to watch Gilbert uh, today at noon. Me too. Yes, yes. So I know Gilbert's on the line. So, hey, I thought we had the show by ourselves. He's going to outstage us when he invited us. Come on, Gilbert. Give us a break, man. You you, you know I can't let go. Houston, I know you're in good hands. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Houston, I know you're in great hands. Listen, uh, Ron Reynolds is just an icon. The guy's been everywhere. You know, he's, I think there's five of them. <laughs> and, and then and then as far as Christina Morales, I mean, her family has been, you know, part of the East End history for, you know, a hundred years. And of course, she also is an icon. And so there's no better people I would love to be on, you know, taking over this show oh. today than the two of you guys. You're so And kind. hopefully I want everyone to call in, call in, call in. You know the number. Make sure you call in. That way they have a lot of rhythm and a lot of flow. And I know that Christina's going to talk a little bit about what it was like to go be in D.C. hiding out as a, as a political <laughs> outlaw. And it, I mean, right, she's a political outlaw, Representative yeah. Reynolds. Yes, yeah, she was. And then Reynolds is going to talk about, of course, what's on the agenda for the Black Caucus and, and what are we going to see here in the next legislative session. And then, of course, I'll be on CNBC in an hour so I'm going to go grab Woo-hoo! my Uber right now. Yes. So I wanted to say, guys, thank you for filling in. Houston, no matter what, make sure you register to vote. Yes. You know who to vote for, but I'm not going to get into all that. At the end of the day, make your voice heard. Vote, vote, vote. And if you're not registered, golly, register. People suffered and were beaten up on yeah. bridges to get this right yeah. to vote. So please register to vote and vote. So I'm going to sign off now. Representing Yay. Over. Knock him dead, Gilbert. Yes, Knock him dead, Gilbert. man. We wish you the best today. It. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Christina, it is such a blessing and a privilege to serve with you in the Texas legislature. We've shared some ups and downs, some trials and tribulations. But through it all, having folks like Gilbert behind our back and people like Mauricio and Daisy and other constituents, it really propels us to keep fighting even though we have obstacles. But my faith teaches me like David versus Goliath that we can slay any giant (laughs) with the faith of a mustard seed. And it's great to have warriors like you that aren't afraid to speak truth to power, that are willing to be on the front line and make some, in in the spirit of John Lewis, some good trouble. And we got into good trouble in D.C., as Gilbert was just talking about, when we fled the state of Texas to go to D.C. to fight for the precious fundamental right to vote. What was that experience like for you? Well, it was an amazing experience. And, um, you know, as you recall, uh, many of our colleagues uh, really did try to work with those folks who filed that uh, election bill. and That voter suppression yes. bill? <laughs> that Jim Crow 2.0 bill? I was trying bill. to be nice about it. But, yes, that voter <laughs> suppression bill was horrible. And, um, you know, in... You've been in the legislature longer than I have, and I've heard that 
there were many sessions where people were working together in that half a session I served in 2019. I did see a lot of people um, uh, working together from both sides of the aisle. But when, you know, we were not heard, we, we, we had no say-so, all of the amendments that we, uh, you know, tried to present were not accepted. Um, I mean, they left us no choice they, but to leave. Absolutely. Right? And so uh, I know we have, we'll get into some more of that, but I was informed we have a caller yes. on the line. We have Thelma. Thelma. And Thelma, yes, thank you yes, for calling yes, in. Yes, thank yes, you. Hey, hey, oh, my gosh. Mama, <laughs> Mama Scott. Hey, Wait a minute. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Hey. Good, to, good morning, Mama Scott. Good morning. Or, thanks for calling in. Yes. What's on your mind this morning? <laughs> hey, what a blessing. What a treat. I had no idea that you were going to be I calling in this my, morning. Y'all know y'all got my son on there and don't invite me. <laughs> 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 Wait, listen. You get the prize for being the first caller because Gilbert, this is his show, so he wasn't officially a caller. He was giving some announcements and instructions, but you get the prize for being the first caller to call in today. Oh, Yay. Okay. <laughs> so let me... Well, let me tell my story. I'm coming in to invite y'all to come out to the showdown of the year, baby. Let's hear it. When is it? Showdown. It's our Diversity Olympics Educational Spirit Day at HISD Dyer Stadium, 2020 Magnum. We're going to have about four to 500 students out there, and they're going to be challenged. We're going to have about 60 police officers out there. It's going to be a challenge. Let me tell you what the challenge we're going to have. First of all, we're going to have a band. We're going to have a battle of the band. And the band that wins goes down and get a, a proclamation with Mayor Sylvester Turner. But we're going to have 100-yard dash. We're going to have a tug of war, bing bag. We're going to have soccer racing. We're going to have a hula hoop contest, great entertainment by K-Dog. We're going to have health and wellness because you know we have to do that mental health stuff. So it's going to be a showdown, y'all. Come on out and, and pump up my kids so they can beat these police officers. What's right? the date? Give us the date and the time. Yes. I'm going to give it to you, son. Okay. Hold on. That sounds like so much Wednesday. fun. Wednesday, October 19th from 930 to 1.30. Come on out. And oh, that's up. this week. Okay. Yes. Bring and the boots up for free. Just come on out. You can't come out there without a tent, your tables and chairs, and you have to donate a case of water for our kids. So come on out and have some fun. Who don't want to come to a free event for just a case of water? You can't beat that. Wow. So <laughs> And so, it's open to everyone. It's open to everyone. A case of water. Come on out. A case of water. Come on out and, and enjoy the challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, you know our what? Sponsors, I, let me tell you about our sponsors who, who come out there and really have a good time. And there's Center Point Energy and UPS. They come racking, baby. They come ready to go. Well, Miss Scott, I, I have an idea I want to pitch to you. There, there's this there's this state representative and she has a body like Beyonce. I think we should enter her in a hula hoop contest. What do you think about that? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Okay. Please, well, please, that's Representative please. Christina Morales. So I think uh, you just been you just been drafted. Oh, my God. Ron, really? <laughs> I haven't seen a hula hoop in years. Hey, Mama Scott, we got you. We got you. That Rubs sounds like so much fun. One last year, Rubs in the run. Yes, I forget his name, but one of the, the sheriff department beat all the kids. Wow. Know how to hula hoop, baby. Really? Well, I, I think we got somebody that may be able to give a run for his money. I'm going to start <laughs> practicing tonight. Hey. <laughs> I, I, it's for I the kids. Yeah. Let's do it I for the kids. I cannot get out there, Mama Scott. I can't get out there, baby. But I tell you what, I can hula and I can hoop, baby. Hey. Nice. All right. So four to five hundred students. Uh, uh -huh. This is going to be uh, this Wednesday from nine thirty to one thirty, and the location again. Twenty twenty Magnum, Dyer Stadium. It's not the Del Mar Stadium. It's Dyer. Both stadiums on the same property, but not the big stadium, but the little stadium right behind. Uh, 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 the administration building right behind there is where we're going to be. Just come on, Magnum, and you're going to see all the buses and all everybody. Just come on and have a, and support the kids. Support the kids. Well, we and listen, I need to ask one question. If anybody pumps this up for me, son, you got anybody need to want to like to sponsor a bus, 
we have to pay $250 for the bus. And we have about 19 buses coming out there, maybe about 20. So that's the only thing HISD asks us to, because they have to uh, pay a driver to come and drive the bus. After they drop the kids out there to go and get on another bus. So we're asking anyone who would like to sponsor a bus for $250, come on with us. All right. Well, Mama we Scott, accept all, I, I, we accept I, all I, we accept all I'm, money. I'm, I'm going to sponsor two buses for you, okay? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, I want you to challenge them state representatives. Oh, I'm going to have to match that. Uh, what, and I'll, what, I'll sponsor what, another two buses. Wow. So you got four buses. That. You got four buses right there. I already made a dime payment. $3,500. But we got some more money. We need to give HISD. HISD is on the ball. I love it. Well, we thank you for calling in. And we're so happy to support you. Let me say something. Give a shout out to that superintendent. The superintendent? Yes. The man is awesome. We surprised him last Thursday yes. with Superintendent of the Year. So let's give him a shout Woo! out. Congratulations. That's a House. blessing. Thank well, you. well, we hope to see him there on Wednesday. All right. We'll All right. Come on with me. And tell him to bring his hula hoop. <laughs> and hey, I want to give a shout out to my friend I've been knowing for 35 years, Miss Edna Griggs. Yay. <laughs> All right, Miss Scott, Mama Scott, thank you so much for calling. And we're so grateful for your leadership, for always giving back to the community, for the students, for the seniors, for those who uh, uh, are dis dis disabled and challenged, and uh, specifically for the mental health community. You have been a champion for the Barbara Jordan endeavors for many years, recognized yes. by our own Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and Mayor Sylvester yes. Turner. and. Representative Morales and I are so proud of you. So thank you again and have a blessed day. Thank and we will you. definitely look forward to getting that contribution for you. You got four buses right here from this show. All right. Now, and, and, I'm look, and I'm looking for y'all to come out there and do y'all thing on Wednesday. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All, right. All right. We'll be there. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Listen, how wait, just we go off right quick, son. Our special guest. Let's see about our special guest. Who's that? You got, Mr. You, Nate Griffin, the sports number one sports person mr nate griffin will be out there he's gonna be out there during the time we're gonna do the the 100 yard dash and tug of war he'll be handling that so let's give him a shout all out right all right Fox, thank you Fox nate griffin for us announcer mr nate griffin all right, all right. you got it thank all you. in miss scott all right have a blessed day <laughs> all right we love all right. you all right bye-bye we have another caller i believe muhammad muhammad you the you the floor is yours muhammad go right ahead how you doing, huh? Hey, what's going <laughs> on? Oh, man, I hear that song. I'm trying to do some good, bro. I'm trying well, to do some good. Well, we're, we're so delighted that you call in this morning. What's on your mind? Oh, I just wanted to uh, to, to thank everybody and, and, and Gilbert and the whole crew for their support and attendance at our, at our uh, 32nd annual banquet on October 7th. We had a wonderful time. It was capacity. It wasn't a seat left in the house. And we just had a really good time, man. So I really wanted to thank all the support I've been getting from uh, from the guys over at Gilbert's operation. He's he's been a staunch supporter of the Acres Home Chamber and and the things that we're trying to do. So I just want to really call and say thank you. You, you know, I think that's so important that we give thanks to those who are paying it forward. And Gilbert certainly is worthy of that. But it always means so much when people. Uh, show appreciation and gratitude because, as you know, there's so many ungrateful people. You do stuff for them, and and even yeah. though you don't do it for them to thank you, it's just nice just to be acknowledged, right? For, for for you don't have to do it. So Gilbert certainly has a big heart, and he always gives back to the community. Blesses so many people with uh, yeah. his 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 finances and his time his talent and his treasure and so uh, I know it means a lot uh, for you to call the show and, and to publicly thank him uh, so that people know that this this is a good man that gives back so it's it's so uh, it means a lot for you for you you didn't have to do that this morning but thank you so much for for calling in just to share that and uh, uh, I don't know if anything else is in your mind but you you have the floor, and I've known you for many years. You've, you've also been giving back for many years, uh, helping out, uh, always volunteering, uh, always consistently uh, in the trenches, uh, making some good trouble, stirring stuff up on the front line. And, uh, we, I mean, you, you've done a lot over the years. And, and you had to slow down, man. You must be aging backwards. I'm, I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to. Uh, I wanted to, to, to also uh, let the public know that we are having our our, our uh, monthly luncheon 
this Thursday uh, from 11 to 1 at the Acres Home Chamber, 6112 Wheatley Street. And uh, one of the major developers, you know, there's a lot of development taking place in Acres Home. And one of the major development developers, uh, one of their representatives is going to actually speak at the networking luncheon and be, be there to talk about what's going on with the developments that's taking place and answer questions from people as to what's just what's going on uh, in, in the future for Acres Home. So really want to invite everybody to come out. It's going to be some excellent information and, and he'll be there to answer some of the many questions there are about a lot of this development that's taking place in Acres Home. Well, thanks for giving that shout out. So this, this Thursday from 11 to 1 at the Acres Home Chamber. Right. All right. And you said the address is Wheatley. Give the address again for those who don't know where it is. 6112 Wheatley Street. All right. In the heart of, in the heart of Acres Home. In the heart of Acres Home. All right, brother. Well, hey, we appreciate you calling and sharing that information. But I know uh, uh, Gilbert is, is uh, be grateful to know that you're acknowledging what he's doing for the community. And, and certainly uh, my colleague and I appreciate you calling in the show today. Yes. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, absolutely. And keep up the, the, the good work you're doing. You, you yourself uh, uh, owe the debt of gratitude, man, for your service. So, man, you're too kind. I'm, I, I, just tell me where to mail the check at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, have a blessed day, man. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to try to make it out there on Thursday. Please do. Okay. Please All right. Do. All right. All right. I think we have another caller, and it's one of our colleagues. Woohoo! John Rosenthal, state representative. A tip one. Rosenthal. Are you there, John? Yes. Hey, thanks for calling in. Of course. Good morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> I can't believe we got a treat, Christina. I know. Look you at must that. have planned this. I see if I was on a show by myself, I wouldn't hear from him, but because we got Christina <laughs> in the house, John said, I'm gonna call up in there. John. <laughs> it was great. I saw you earlier this week and you're just um you're a treat to hang out with. Well, thank you. Of course, I feel the same way about you. And um, here, I'm so happy to get to talk to you all today. Uh, I thought I was going to be talking with Hilbert, but this is even better. We can have us a little legislative roundtable. Surprise! No, it's cool. I didn't even know y'all were going to be on, so I'm, wow. I'm overjoyed to get to talk with you. I really am. Well, tell us what's on your mind, yeah, bro. Yeah, what's going on? I'll tell you exactly what's on my mind. So um, I have been out and about and, uh, of course, out talking to voters all the time and all that stuff. And one of the things that seems to be on, on people's minds, you know, other than the, the whole big hot topic issues that we're all talking about all the time is is um, people are, are feeling tentative about dealing with discrimination and bigotry and violence, right? Against um, marginalized or uh, disparaged, misunderstood communities. Um, and so I'm always, I'm always thinking, uh, it, it makes me think of the, my favorite Martin Luther King quote, you know, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. I love that quote. And, I do too, right? And so the conversation I want to have is how we can link arms together as communities. When they come for one of us, they need to find all of us. You know what I'm saying? So when we see um, anti-immigrant sentiment rhetoric, we see anti-Asian, anti-black, right? We see Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, transphobia. To me, it's all the same hate. And we're not going to effectively combat that with hate we have to operate we can be fierce but we have to operate out of our love for each other and our love for community yes i totally agree with you and um you know one of the things that um we worked on last session was uh, passing a bill uh to make sure that students in the high in the texas public high schools were exposed to ethnic studies because, um, you know, we don't understand each other's ethnicities, cultures, heritage sometimes. And um, we need to, to embrace everyone regardless of their background. And um, I appreciate you calling in, in and bringing it up because, you know, as we come into the midterm elections, it's, um, it feels like certain 
People are trying to divide us that, even more. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And John, you are addressing the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I really love the fact that you are of a different race and a different faith than Christina and I are. And I think it really helps when we all come together in unity saying the same message. I mean, John, and you've been out there on the front lines with me talking at HISD about discrimination with that coach and, and, and that issue with the baseball players. We were out there. And the fact that you come out there as someone of a different hue, it helps bring a different uh, feel to the conversation because it's easy for black and brown people to, to denounce racism and discrimination when you're black and brown. But when you have someone who is of a different race, that helps to elevate the issue and appeal to others to look at their moral compass and, 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 and really say, well, maybe they're not just playing the race card. Maybe it is more real. And I was talking to Christina about something that I was looking forward to talking to about this on this show was there are so many people that are anxious to divide us, especially in Texas and across the country. When you look at the the growth of the minority community, particularly the Hispanic community. And there are a lot of people who want to put a wedge between the Hispanic and African-American community because when we come together, Christina, as a combined force, right. the Anglos know there's no stopping us, right? There they know no that they can't us. do anything. Mm-hmm. So they try to put a wedge between us. Uh, and so I am so proud to say that I love working with John and Christina, uh, uh, Jean and Hubert and, and our Asian brothers and sisters. And we have a great, great multifaceted, uh, multicultural, diverse group of stakeholders that are working to denounce hate and building bridges. And that was part of what we did when we came together for voting rights right. and criminal justice reforms and health care. And so I want people to know that we're going to continue to denounce anybody who tries to divide us because we're different. Uh, maybe I'm African-American, she's Hispanic, but we have a great, I think a great black-brown coalition in this state. And we're not going to let anyone come between us and divide us to conquer and stay empowered. That is really what it's all about. That they want they want to stay about. in power. And any, I don't care if it's someone who's African-American, I'm going to push back on it. If it's someone who's Hispanic, Asian, I don't care, black, white, whatever, I'm going to push back on it because I believe and I can say that as, as chair of the Texas Legislative Black Caucus that I need my uh, Hispanic brothers and sisters to march arm and arm with me to fight the good fight, to speak truth to power, to go against many of the repressive policies under the MAGA movement. We can't do it by ourselves. We need to join forces. Together, everyone achieves more. United we stand, divided we fall. fall. So, John, I totally agree with you. I I, I had to get that off my chest. I feel uh, relieved now. Uh, That was part of my therapy because I I keep seeing it over and over again, and it just disgusts me. And there's so many people who want to see us fight. They want to see us. I saw it at HISD. I still see it. And I'm I'm so proud to have people like Christina and John. I was trying to call back in because I wanted us to have more of the conversation. Uh, well Ron well said Um, I mean we do we already work together we belong to many of the same caucuses Um, you know we believe in unity and and together we're stronger Um, and um, so I appreciate your words John did you want to add to that I know you missed some of the conversation I don't know if you heard I I did I don't know what happened I got cut off but I'm so grateful to be back on with you because what Ron was saying just as I lost contact was about um, how important it is for folks to see us in unity presenting this unified front and uh, and working together on these things just like you said and uh, I think it's so important when we, well, first, it's our diversity that makes us stronger. Yes. It enriches yes. us all when we embrace each other's cultures. And, and it's, the, it's the, it, the ignorance and the not understanding of each other that, that leads to this sort of fear and uh, uh, fear and ignorance and hate sort of all go hand in hand. And, and when you start... Uh, uh, mixing together and you know you you sit together eat together talk together you start recognizing that 
uh, our humanity has much more in common with each other than the things that are different about us. And so when we when we embrace each other's cultures, it really it brings us together. And, Absolutely. And every time I mix with folks, uh, I always learn new and beautiful things about them and their culture, and it just makes me grow even fonder. And we appreciate you for showing up, John, because, you know, uh, uh, Ron and I come from communities of color, and then when we have somebody like you come and show up, it's yes. it's it just really, uh, it's very, very powerful. So we appreciate you. And, you know, the three of us together, yes. we all went Woo! to D.C. and fought for democracy. <laughs> I will never yes. forget that. Yes. And, um, you know, it was a, a fight that we continue to have, um, sadly, you know. Yeah, I know. You, you know, uh, John, if I'm going to be in the fight, you know, I could not pick better folks to, to be shoulder to shoulder with than you guys. John, you remind me of, you know, back in the civil rights movement before the Voting Rights Act was enacted they had those freedom rides in the 60s where uh they had people of the jewish faith and they had people that were of color and they banded together and they risked their lives and some of them didn't make it uh alive uh but they 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 were martyrs and they were fighting the good fight because they believed in freedom and democracy and they believed that they wanted to denounce hate and racism and racial divide and Jim Crow laws. And thankfully, because of them, we here to, to, are able to serve today because of the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. But it wasn't been if it wasn't for those sacrifices, if it wasn't for those who paved the way for us, whose shoulders we stand on today. So our forefathers, we have that's why we have to continue to fight because we can't go backwards. We can't let them take us back to those dark days. So we're so grateful for your friendship, but more importantly for your willingness to fight and to be engaged yes. with ninety five percent of the growth in this state over the last decade was black, brown and Asians. And we're so proud to have you as one of our brothers in this fight. Oh, you bet. And I am uh, I'm proud to be in it. So keep inviting me. And I want to put in a plug for the Dia del, del Salvadorania, which is going to be coming Woo-hoo! up this week. Yes. Right. You guys been talking Say about it. That? Yes. Uh, so, you know, my wife is a Salvadorian. Oh, we are so yes, excited we love, to go to we this. We love yeah. your wife. And that is going to be on <laughs> Domingo 23 de Octubre. So the 23rd of October from 12 to 10 p.m. at Balin Park. Um, I'm kind of blind. 6400 Bissonette Street. <laughs> Thank you. I H-Town. couldn't see you. 6400 yes. Bissonette Street, Bayland Park. It's going down. We have free we have oh, tickets we we're giving away today. Look at Woo-hoo! this. Oh my gosh. We Tell have them what tons we got, Christina. Of, we've got tons of tickets to Dia del Salvadoreño in Houston 2022. And um, what are, so these are free tickets. How do yes. people, they call in and they get these? Okay, call in. And then you can come and pick up your tickets here at Gilbert's office. And let me tell you, there's there's a lot of tickets here. So we really want a great turnout for this event. John, I know I'm going to see you there with your wife. I will definitely. We will be there. I was at, I was at Gilbert's office last week, so I picked up a handful of those tickets. Great. Uh, I'm coming. I'm bringing... Uh, uh, me, hermanos, the hermanas, you know, my uh, brothers and sisters, my wife's family, we're all coming together. All right. The number to call Beautiful. in is 832-570-8075, 832-570-8075. Call in, get those tickets. It's going to be a fantastic show. I'm going to be there. I appreciate Daisy and Mauricio yes. for inviting me. I was there at City Hall when we had uh, a recognition. and uh, but, but right now, I know we got some callers holding, so we don't want to delay them. Let's get our next caller on the line. John, thanks for calling in. We love you, brother. Okay, Christina's on the line. A tip one. Christina, hi. Good morning. Hi, Christina. Um, Christina, Christina. Did y'all plan this? (laughs) Where are all the Rons at? (laughs) I know. Well, thank y'all for filling in for Gilbert this week. Um, uh, You know, lately, you guys on this show have been talking all about the election coming up, reminding us, voting. Um, I, of course, myself, and I'm of the younger voter block, and I have to say, Every year, I vote every election year, but I do find that every time I get to the voting booth, I get a little overwhelmed with how many positions there are and issues and names. And sometimes it's a lot to swim through, you know, and I'll try to do some quick research the week before 
Um, but I was wondering how, what your advice is for maybe young people or people maybe new to voting on how we can inform ourselves on what all of these issues are on the ballot, who these people are, what these positions are, how we're supposed to, you know, how can we, you know, get informed well ahead of time so that we are proud of what we're voting for and feel good about our choices. When we get so, the polls? Christina, part of our job is to reach out to you and make sure mm-hmm. that you know who we are. Um, yeah. And there are so many people to vote for. Um, you know, in the past, we used to have um, straight ticket voting where you could just vote right. <laughs> all they in one party, that. but That's they gone. got rid of that. So it does who, make who, it a uh, little. <laughs> uh, let's just be clear. I, 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 I hope Gilbert may not invite me back, but I'm going I'm to keep it real. The, the far right Republicans, mm-hmm. because of the Democratic strength in Harris County and part of the black girl magic and others who were winning seats in Harris County and other urban areas, they didn't like that anymore. They thought the straight ticket voting, that there were so many people on the ballot that if they took away straight ticket voting, they wouldn't go down the ballot. That's why they got rid of it. So I'm just going to keep it real. The far right Republicans got rid of it. And you know, they got mm -hmm. rid of drive-through voting. They got rid of Mm 24-hour voting. My niece works in the restaurant industry. And 24-hour voting was excellent for people who work in restaurants because, you know, you get out of work at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, you could still go vote. But listen, there are some uh, amazing resources out there. The League of Women Voters. I was going to say, it's beautiful. It's great. And they do like a description It's a a nonpartisan race. You can look at everyone's responses. And... Christina, mm. I want to encourage you to do that. Do your due diligence. It's so important that young people don't sit this one out. I've heard from a lot of young people that the last election or the before, how oh, what's the point? You know, they haven't really voted and got that excitement since Obama or Bernie uh, was on the ballot. Mm-hmm. But we need young people to understand that a woman's right to choose is on the ballot. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Meaningful gun reforms. It's on the ballot. It's sad to, and it sickens me as a parent to see slaughter after slaughter from school shootings when we can prevent or, or at least minimize some of it with some common sense gun reforms. I'm talking about red mm. flag laws, raising the age on assault rifles. I'm talking about, you know, universal mm. background checks. These are some simple things, Christina, that we can do. But until we get people in office that put People before the values of the NRA and their profits. People before politics. politics. So there's so many. If you believe in climate change is real. If you're sick and tired of uh, situations that like Mm -hmm. Winter Storm Uri happening where we can't keep the lights on in the cold or the heat, then Mm -hmm. we need you to go vote and vote your values. That is why you can't sit this one out. So we need you, Christina, to help us get the message out there. We need the millennials. The millennials. (laughs) We got to have them. We really do. And let me just say, uh, give a plug in too for uh, Clubs in Action, who's been doing an amazing job. Absolutely. They've been block walking every week, especially on the weekends. Please get involved with that organization. And have you heard about the Reach app yet? Yeah. Oh, my God. Shree Shree told me about it. Yes. That is phenomenal. Please download the Reach app. There's trainings All every right. night at 7 p.m. And this is a way. I think it's 2 million Texans. Yes. you. If We have enough votes in the state of Texas, in our county, to really make an impact on the next election. But so many uh, people in our own community just say, you know, it's not important that I vote because yep. we're not going to win. Yep. You know, and why, you know, I, you know, abortions outlawed in Texas and it, we're, it you know, it's going to stay that way. No, we have to stand up. We have to get out and vote. And it does take time. Uh, and we encourage you to vote early. Take advantage yes. of showing up early so early that you can stars, take October 24th. Yes, and, That's you know, show up week? early and go all the way down the ballot. Yeah, next and Monday, a week yes, from today. A week from today. But download that Reach app. It is so powerful okay, because um, if you don't, if you're not big on block walking and phone banking, how about you phone bank your own family? Ooh, yes. How about <laughs> that? You, yes. And you find out, hey, you know what? My cousin didn't vote yet. Let me call him up yeah. and say, hey, can you go vote for my rights <laughs> as a woman yeah. in the state of Texas? And, you know, hold our family accountable. We need every every single vote will make a huge difference in every election. And you know what, Christina, both Christinas, mm-hmm. but Christina, the yeah. caller, uh, we need young people to use their platforms, their social media, their TikTok, mm-hmm. their 
uh, Instagram, their Facebook accounts. I know Facebook's antiquated, but all of their social media to encourage other young people. This needs to be a movement, just like it's a great concert. You're promoting it or, uh, you know, making a stallion's new deal or whatever. You're like, hey, you need to check this out. We need to have that same energy and movement for voting. Girl, I'm going on October. I'm going on the first day, you know, whatever it is. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But this election is so critical to our democracy. Christine and I need you and your millennials to go vote in record numbers so that when we go back in the to Austin for the next session, we have a different outlook. We have people that believe in healthcare access. We Texas unfortunately leads the nation in the highest percentage of uninsured. Black women exactly. lead in maternal deaths. Yep. They don't even want to release the data until after the election because they know it's bad. We Black and brown people have the highest unemployment, highest uninsured. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. We need our young people to go vote. So, Christina, whatever you can do to help us mobilize, to engage our young millennials, our young people to go vote, we need you to be an ambassador to help us to get them out. Thanks for calling in, Christina. Yeah, thank y'all. Okay, so just you said the Reach app. You said the League of Women Voters is a good resource too. Any more you can think of? Um, hmm, what other ones? I mean, I like the League of Women Voters. They just do such a thorough job. They do. They do a great job. Yes. I mean, that th- okay, those great. are those are the things I would and recognize. And it's nonpartisan, exactly. so you can really make your own decision. A lot of the other ones, they kind of pick. Correct. Candidate yes, and they do. you know, okay, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and then and then they have young groups like the Young Democrats, the College Democrats. They have the Young Republicans, mm. the you know the all that. But I don't know about the those groups. No. But I know I know about. I'm just saying I, I know about the Young Dems and they're great. You know yes. they have some fantastic right. millennial leaders. So I would just suggest you go and take a look at them. Okay. Um, Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Christina. Have a blessed Thank day. We appreciate you calling. What a, what's yeah. great questions you asked. Thank yes. you. Okay, now we one. have Pastor Montes on the line. Hola, Pastor Montes. Hola. Hola, good morning. Good morning. Hey, brother. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. We got we, we, we got some faith base in this house. All right. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> it's, it's an honor. It's an honor. Thank you for the invitation. Well, well, tell us what's on your mind. With the, this is a moral Monday. We we need we need you to give us some uh, some good thoughts and some good vibes. Okay, who am I speaking this to? This is here? Representative Ron Reynolds and Representative oh. Christina Morales. Oh, thank you. It's such an honor to be with you. First of all, uh, uh, Mr. Reynolds, I wanted to thank you personally. Um, you issued a uh, certificate of recognition for my father-in-law, the bishop. Yes, oh, yes, awesome. I did. Yeah, yeah. 61, 61 years of ministry, uh, and uh, he departed here from this world not about a month ago, month and a half ago. So it was, it was, uh, it was very, very honoring the tribute that we that uh, we were able to give him, and with that recognition, it just added a special touch. Thank you so much for. For your help in that no it was my pleasure it's it's it's, uh, it's an honor to talk to you and uh i was happy to coordinate with uh you know daisy and mauricio to help get that done and that's what it's all about i mean paying tribute uh, to those who have meant a lot in our community and as a state representative that is one of the honors that i and pr- privileges that i have to be able to do and recognize that uh i thank you for letting me be a part of it and uh, i look forward to continuing to work with you in the future Absolutely. We are here to serve in our community. Amen. Thank you so much. Pastor, while we have you on the line, I want to share um, an announcement um, and that I hope that y- you will be a part of. Um, you know, one of the issues that we are facing in the next legislative session is, um, um, well, there's a lot of gun violence going Oof, on in our God, state. Yes. And it is actually um, mass shootings and gun violence is the number one killer of children in our state, which is a very, very sad statistic. And yeah. I will tell you, Ron, I don't know if you know this, but I went to Valde a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, wonderful. And uh, I got to visit with the families, oh. and they are just so, so distraught. Right. Um, they've been trying to work on legislation at the federal level. Yes. And they've had some good progress. I mean, it's not everything that we want, right. but of right. course... Even the money for red flag laws won't funnel down in here to Texas because 
our governor will not accept yeah. those, that money, which is That's outrageous. That's, outrageous. That makes no sense. But they asked our governor for one small request. They had one small request, and they said, Governor Abbott, please change the age to purchase an assault yes. weapon to 21. Currently, it's 18 years old. And mm-hmm. the governor just flat out told them no. So I want to, uh, uh, and Ron, I hope you'll be a part of this too. On Dia de los Muertos, November the 1st, we mm-hmm. are going to have a Marcha de los Niños, and we are going to be remembering oh, the children yes. of Uvalde on a day that is very significant to the Latino community. And we're okay. going to remember all of the victims of gun violence and mass shootings in our state, but particularly these people in Uvalde who have felt left out. There's yes. been no marches. Yes. No, you know, when George Floyd passed jo- away, we had, a, uh, we had a march. Right. When Vanessa Guillen passed away. Guillen. Yes. Yes. yes, and so, but we've done nothing and there are 19 children two teachers so a total of 21 so we say 21 por 21 we say change Mm -hmm. the age to 21 for these 21 lives that are lost it's going to be at antioch park we start the march at 5 30 on november 1st and then we'll walk to city hall and we're going to have a beautiful ofrenda to to memorialize and remember these families can you share some of that information uh with us absolutely and we are doing a press release so it will be in the news and telemundo has already agreed to that's awesome uh, to announce this for us um and you know i'm so grateful that when i shared this idea with the mexican-american legislative caucus they agreed that this should be a statewide event absolutely so there will be one in austin there will be one in dallas that's There'll wonderful. be in El Paso, in San Antonio. That is, and that's why couldn't this grow to a national it needs to be. level? It needs to, to be to a national yeah. level to remember these families whose lives will never be the never. same. Never, yeah. And I hope that you pray for them on a daily basis. They Absolutely. are really struggling with this, and I hope to see you on that day, November first. Absolutely. Can I can I address that with uh, something from from scripture? Please, Absolutely. please do. Okay. I, I believe that's why you wanted me to call in. Yes, right? let's hear it. Please do. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so in First Timothy uh, chapter two, verse one, the Bible says, "Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority." So, uh, it says that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior who desires all men to be saved so you know there's a saying that says that everything rises and falls with leadership yes so really all the everything that we're seeing in our world today in our society it it really starts with the leadership and the decisions that leaders make about stuff like that and of course, there's a lot of victims and people that get, you know, caught in the in the crossfire of all that. And and it's sad. It's sad what's happened in Uvalde and other places. But everything starts from the top. Everything mm. starts with decisions that are made by leaders. Therefore, we as a Christian community, we are called upon by the in, in the word of God, through the word of God. We are exhorted. We are admonished mm. to pray. To pray, and this is why why I'm here today because I I want to pray, and we want our people to be praying. Because why is it important that we pray for our kings? Not just to we don't we don't need to just criticize them. We need to pray for them, so that they will make good decisions. So they will vote the way they need to vote, not for their benefit or their convenience, but what's best for the people that elected them to begin with. And it says so that we may lead a peaceful, mm. quiet life. So it's in our benefit when leaders are, that are in office are making the right choices and decisions and voting properly. We benefit because we can live in peace. And and unfortunately, people are not feeling safe these days. And uh, it's it's a terrible situation. So really, to get to the bottom of the issue is pray for our leaders, right? And that's why we need to pray for you, Ron. We need to pray for the congresswoman. We need to pray for the representative. I'm sorry. We need to pray for 
Uh, maybe I'm prophesying something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, man, brother, I feel it. I was like shaking the hand, so we touching the green, Pastor. Hey, hey, <clears throat> don't limit, don't, don't limit, don't limit God, right? Now, what He can do it. Nothing's impossible. Well, well, Thank look, you look, so much, Pastor. We have to pray for beautiful. our governor. Yes. We have to pray for our, for our mayor. Yes. You know, everyone that's involved in, in city council and yes. government, counties, yes, federal, we just need to pray. And that's that's our role. You know, I'm not a politician. Right. I'm just a preacher. But I know I know that when 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 leaders are when we are praying for leaders, we are praying that that the right. See, this is what prayer does. Praying for our leaders results in in an atmosphere, the right atmosphere that's conducive to the spreading of the gospel and the truth, because that's what sets the people free. That's what sets men free. It's the truth of the gospel that reaches our communities and reaches people where they are. So we need to pray for our leaders so it can result in creating the right atmosphere for truth to be preached and for people to be set free and delivered and they will find peace and, and, and that we can live together in peace you know, with one another. So, Pastor, if I could, I if, if, if I could, if I could just add one quick thing to that, I I, I totally agree with you. I, I I believe in the power of prayer, and I believe that prayer and and faith is the foundation. But also, my faith also teaches me that faith without works is dead. And I believe that it, it takes more than just hopes and prayers. That we need action. And that's why we need people to go vote. We can't just pray for. Uh, peace, we actually have to work towards peace and elect people that believe in those same values. So I believe that it's a two part uh, equation, prayer and then work, faith and correct. then work. Yes. And so I'm hoping that more and yes. more people will get involved and get engaged because you can't you, you know, you can say, well, I pray for. A healing and then someone says well well let me take you to the doctor and you say no i'm just praying for it but i'm not going to go to the doctor i'm not going to take my medicine so it takes both it takes prayer and god gives us uh ways to help us and then sometimes we don't even take advantage of it so pastor you're right on the money and i'm so grateful that you called in the show today i hope that we can get more and more people involved and engaged and certainly uh representative morales i look forward to november the first all of us working together coming together to make sure that those lost lives are not forgotten that is correct we must never forget we appreciate you calling in pastor i think we have one more caller and we're that we're trying to get in before the show is over and i hope to see you on november 1st thank you pastor thank you so much god bless you god bless you bye-bye all right do we have one more caller Dr. Kathy. Dr. Kathy. Hi, Dr. Kathy. <laughs> Watch out now. Y'all get ready. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Well, well, well. This Look at here. Dr. Kathy Tatum with Collaborating Voices. I want to give a shout out to Brother Gilbert, always on the front line. Yes. 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 Uh, uh, Texas Democratic Women Metro. Um, I am a member of Moms Demand Action. I am a fellow of Every Town of Gun Safety, but I will do a two-part before I I uh, announced our uh, um, our event on the 25th. Of course, when Ron says get ready, I'm always going to be the words of when people say the black and brown people are not coming to vote. We are not really talking about the real issues. The one issue with the seniors, they cannot stand in line that long. When they call Metro Lift, it could t- be eight hours. When I say eight hours, two hours of waiting on your ride. They do not wait for the senior. They drive off and then the senior is stuck and can't wait until they vote and then they got to get back in their car. If we're going to get people to vote, we need transportation for our seniors. We can't just rely on public transportation and then they don't have that long to wait in that line. So that's one issue. Okay. The other issue that I'm going to continue, Ron, you know how I am about nonprofits. Yes. 5% in the whole United States funding goes to black and brown nonprofits. And I want to explain that. Yes, black and brown is on the commercial, is on the brochure, and maybe be the spokesperson in our neighborhoods. But the board 
has is not black and brown. Mm. They do not come out their office. It's a systematic problem. I saw a fundraiser yesterday. They raised three million dollars within thirty minutes. But if the black or brown gave the same incentives, they might come across with two hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. When we sit there and I'm in and there's a big difference, guys, between grassroots organization and boots on the ground. I am boots on the ground. When I come in my neighborhood, I'm bringing clothes, bills paid, food. I'm not just distribution. So when my people are telling me, hey, I don't really feel like voting because every time I see my politicians, it's at a distribution. You can't even tell them that there's a bill paid because they're taking pictures with each other, but they fail to talk to the actual people. And when if I'm sitting here saying I'm about to get evicted, they're going to give me a card to say call my office. So we got to get back to if we're really going to have a event or a function, we need tables where they're really going to pay some bills. Baker Ripley's going to pay right then and there. Come with your bills, your past due. That's how it used to be a couple years ago. Not let me call this number, call this number, and call this number. And black and brown, I'm black, black-led nonprofit, Collaborating Voices Foundation. I am part of over 26 different organizations, and I got to beg. If I had somebody homeless right now, I can't get through 211. So I need, when people are saying they don't want to vote no more because our neighborhoods are not changing, our, our, our government um, procurement, we are not getting the grants. The RFP process is taking too long for black and brown boots on the ground. If we're out here every day, we don't have time of our counterparts that's sitting in the office looking pretty, taking pictures with our politicians. They're not out here and really know what's going on. So that is my soapbox. I'm going to keep pushing this. And we're never going to change nothing if you never give the money to the people that people are actually getting the money for. Let us that were born black, raised black, raised black kids, and I'm married to a black man and I can't get black dollars. That's a problem. And I will say I'm also Latino because I'm black and Latino. So that shout out to my Latino family. Okay? So, so, so that, that's what I got to say. We're never going to change that until that's an issue actually being made. And until we start doing events. Now, let me go ahead and on a happy note. On October 25th, if you guys are available and our city is available, please meet me at TSU. As you know, it's the homecoming. It's homecoming for the but Tigers. It's homecoming. But we will also, I will be there with the Center for Biomedical and Minority Health Research. If you did not know, my board member, Azeb, y'all know her all in the neighborhood, especially Gofton. She, her new job started today. So shout out to Azeb. If y'all don't know Azeb, she is now with TSU. And we are looking for black and brown people to do, um, get their breasts checked, get their colon checked, get all this stuff checked. Because if we're going to fight for funding, like I said, we need people to promote um, being checked. Because as a nonprofit, what you guys don't see is when I have to go take food to somebody that is black and brown that can't afford it not at a distribution but at their house or pick them up from the doctor so we need to make sure that our black and brown are getting searched and also research where they fill out the you know what their needs are we don't just say um let's just do a mammogram but is your rent paid is your is your do you have a working refrigerator those things are very important because when you're going through illness it doesn't do us no good to give them a box of canned vegetables and they ain't got no refrigerator or stove working so right. we got to get better in the yes. black and brown neighborhoods. No, we, we, we appreciate you sharing that with us that is so important october 25th tsu what time so we can eight what time four to eight okay and, and is there a building or a location well, we we gonna be over there by the campus of the we, and also they can do virtual, but it's actually you'll see our signs okay. everything. Okay, you'll perfect. You'll see a big sign well, that says CBMHR. Got it. Well, thank you so much, Thanks Dr. Tatum. We're in. at the end of the show. We appreciate yes. you getting that in. Get you a wealth yes. of information. You dropped some knowledge, Dr. Tatum, <laughs> and we're so grateful for you sharing Very and grateful. always being engaged. So thank, thank you. you. Have a blessed thank day. You, Ron. Thank you. Talk God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. Ron. I have some announcements. Let's hear it. Yeah, come on. Give it to me. Because we got just a couple of minutes. So don't forget about the Marcha de los Niños on November 1st. Yes. 
Do we have any Hamilton fans like Lynn Manuel? Yes. Fans? What? He will be in Get Houston out of here. tomorrow. I want to go. go. He's doing a, a rally for uh, Bethel O'Rourke and Rochelle Garza at Escapade in the North Side at one 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 nine zero three East Tex Freeway. You got to be there. Oh, oh hey. my God! I'm a huge me too Hamilton Can I get fan an and Encanto. <laughs> yeah. All the work that he's done. And I'm gonna um, be like a groupie. Can I get a yes, picture? Yes, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fight my way up to get a picture. I might even ask him for an autograph. But okay. I wanted to remind give folks us, that he'll give be, us the location. Yes, it's gonna be at Escapade, one 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 nine zero three East Tex Freeway. Hope to see you there. You, 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 you didn't tell the time. Yes, and it starts at seven p.m. and okay. that's tomorrow, Tuesday the eighteenth. Yes. Um, I want to also talk about John Rosenthal called in earlier, and he comes to our event every year. We have a Death by Chocolate event at my business at Morales Funeral Home. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. I know. And so we try to make an event where people aren't scared of a funeral home. They actually come and have like a little uh, Halloween style, but it's turned into this amazing Dia de los Muertos celebration. And we have a huge silent auction. We're going to have a Dia de los Muertos fashion runway show uh gilbert of course comes through Woo! with flying colors and one gilbert of our best Woo-hoo, gilbert we love you for that and of course all the money we raise is going to some local nonprofits oh, that support art uh ronnie cabrera is one of them she's out there in this area of east tex where that we that we're bethel's actually going to be tomorrow but in lin-manuel but um, she's teaching art classes to young kids who nice. wouldn't otherwise be exposed. Nice. And then um, just don't forget about our Marcha de los Niños on November 1st. And, and then, then we got these the, tickets yes, again. The Dia you you got to call in 832-570-8075. Get these tickets. This show yes. is going to be amazing. We're I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this. Yes, this is going to be so fun. We need everybody to come out. And listen, y'all, please, everybody needs to be an engaged voter that, this time that, around. Yes. You know? That, 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 that is, I think that is the best way to end the show, to talk about voting. I yes. want to say... There are so many people, as I mentioned earlier, who struggled, who sacrificed, who gave their life, who were literally, they, they, they died seeking the, the right to vote. Uh, there was once upon a time that black and brown people couldn't vote. Women couldn't vote. And now in 2022, there are some, believe it or not, it's true, who want to limit us from voting. That's why they passed Senate Bill 1. That's why they made it harder to vote and easier to purchase a gun. It's easier to go get a gun than it is to vote. Think about that. The most fundamental precious right we have is the right to vote. That is the bedrock of our democracy. And too many of you who are listening, maybe not you, but someone you know, that's why they need to get on that reach app, aren't voting. So, Christina, you're right. We need to get our young people fired up. But particularly, it's a call of action to... I want to say our black and brown communities. Those are the marginalized communities that is on the chopping blocks when it comes to access to health care and jobs and these criminal justice reforms. Many of these dis- disparities and unemployment and health care and adverse living conditions. That is why you need to vote and vote for people like Christina that care about you and working families. Yes. And. And you as well. <laughs> but there are so many issues that we need to uh, prioritize, and we can't be just single issue. No, you know, we've got to no. we've got to think about uh, everything that you just said. The the gun violence that's going on, the COVID response yes. by our governor was yes. horrible. We had so many people in our communities died that we, right. we had the the most amount of deaths were in the black and brown that's communities. Right. We should be outraged. And, and, you know, not letting kids wear masks. Yes, in that's insane. Insane. Critical race theory yes it's insane i mean and then christina so crazy christina i gotta put this in because we're in houston area glo is blocking millions and millions of dollars for access to affordable housing that the city of houston can't get that they're fighting these are federal funds that came that have been allocated to houstonians and and the republicans are playing politics with Mayor Turner. So, yes, you need to vote. You need to vote your values. There's so many things on the ballot. Climate, education, uh, you know, s- gun safety. Yes, so gun many, We safety. can go on and on oh and on. Woman's goodness. right to choose, yes. access to health care. We're one of 12 states with no Medicaid expansion. Billions of dollars, over $100 billion has went to other states because of this nonsense of Obamacare. That is ridiculous and people are dying every day literally dying every day yes so agree with you yeah 
this this time went by too fast. We it need did. more time, Gilbert. Wow, Gilbert, <laughs> we had so much fun. This was so much fun. Yes, oh my God, I'm so blessed to share this opportunity with you, Christina. I, I can't thank Gilbert enough for always giving back to the community, whether it's MLK, Juneteenth. He's really been uh, so much to so many people, giving back. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, John uh, 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 Torres, what, uh, what he helped with get that the uh the the unfortunate the mural, the mural. oh yeah joe, joe, joe campos yes, torres yes. that was amazing yes. he helped lead that effort uh so many things that he's done over the years it's too many to name and, uh, and we're out of time but thank you gilbert for all you do yes. to give back yes early voting starts october 24th yes there, you can't register to vote anymore yeah. Regi well you can register but you can't register in time to vote for this for election this, yes, yes that's right you'll be registered <laughs> for the next one that's correct. So to vote in this next election, you have to already be registered. And there are enough of us registered yes. out there. So get all your family and friends out there. Vote early. It does take a while. There are a lot of things to vote for. But we were excited to be here today. This was awesome. This was a great experience. Yeah, don't wait till November 8th. Vote early. Yes. No, Gilbert, starting October 24th. And Gilbert, thanks for reminding folks to vote. Every, yes, yes. He's he's using his, his resources to yes. educate and empower people. And I've seen the billboards. Oh my God, the billboards are in Fort Bend. <laughs> I drive by uh, reminding people to vote. I'm in Third Ward. I see it. I'm in, I mean, he's everywhere. It's amazing. That, that, that That's a great public service announcement. So what a great reminder to GOTV. Okay. I love it. We'll see you. Bye. God bless everybody. Thank you. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ, 1360 a.m. and streaming live on kwwj.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK, 1140 a.m. and streaming live on kyokradio.org. KCOH, 1230 a.m., The Source. On San Geek Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio, 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then.